0: Welcome to the Bowfishing Buzz, presented by AMS Bowfishing, Season One, Episode Six. My goodness, time flies. My name is Matthew, and here's my good buddy D.
1: Schmitty. How's it going, Schmidty? Going good. Excited to film Episode Six. I think this is going to be a good one. Yes, the weather has changed. Mm-hmm. Fish are getting shot.
0: Fish are getting shot, and I think there's going to be a lot of fish shot. Uh... This coming weekend. Yes, I think so. Big tournament. Big tournament Big down tournament. in the Texas, Louisiana area. hmm The old Bass Pro U.S. Open Bowfishing Tournament. Yep, yep. And um, our plans got got a little changed here. We were going to be coming down a week early
1: to do some shooting and filming yep. ahead of time. Yep. It was going to be like a 10-day deal. We yeah. were going to go down there and shoot all yep. kinds of species and film it all. And That's right. But... Um, Plans changed. My daughter had her final basketball
0: banquet of her high school career, so Mm -hmm. I didn't want to miss that. No, can't
1: miss that. Made the right call.
0: Yeah, so I'll be flying out tomorrow morning. Be heading down to flying into Shreveport, Louisiana there, and staying there by the Bass Pro Shops in Boise City. So when you're down there and you're getting all ready to go and start sticking in the fishing tournament, make sure to stop by in the Bass Pro store there. And say hi and get some AMS gear and talk a little bull fishing. Mm-hmm. Matt'll be down. You'll be down there having a booth set up. Yep, I'll be down there with uh, Josh Bird. Uh, one of our reps is flying in also, so he'll be down there with me. And uh, yeah, make sure to stop by, say hello, get some gear. Tell me what you're seeing for scouting wise and how things are going for you. And um, um, stop by for sure, because it's always a huge tournament. I'm sure there's going to be, you know, four or 500 people Mm -hmm. shooting in
1: the tournament again. Yep. Yep. So just from my past experiences, I've gone down there a couple of years now working a mm -hmm, booth. mm -hmm. Every tournament kind of has that, you know, it's got a little different atmosphere to it. Sure. You know, it's really cool to be down there for this one. It's a whole new ball game. That's right. It kinda of feels a little bit like the Super Bowl. It does. You know, they have it in a big fancy bass pro shops. Mm-hmm. There's tons of people there. Correct me if I'm wrong, but is first place like twenty grand? Twenty five. Twenty five grand and then yeah. big fish is an extra ten. Five I don't Five know or ten. Exactly it is, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So there's a lot of money it's, that's gonna get handed out
0: as well. It's big time. Plus it's kinda like kicking off the fishing season, really, yep. you know. Yep. Um early earlier than the past tournaments that they've held and mm-hmm. put on so mm-hmm. it's gonna be a good one so make sure to stop by and say hello uh, i'm looking forward to chatting with some people
1: and seeing some friends i haven't seen in the in the past couple years so for sure make sure to stop by it's always cool to hear what uh, what people are seeing and if what they're telling you they're seeing holds true the day of weigh-ins you know they say they're on fish and then they end yeah. up not yeah. showing up to weigh-ins you know that they uh didn't have a lot of success out on the water it's gonna be very odd not having the boat down there. Sure. Yeah. You're gonna I be like you're to just fly. gonna be sitting in that
0: booth just oh, oh I know. Oh, I'm so I jealous. I don't, I don't like to fly, I like to have the boat behind me yeah. so I can
1: go go out at nighttime and stick some fish in different waters that we've never shot before. I'd but, rather take the ooh, twenty hour drive down there in a heartbeat. With the boat than the pff, four or five hours it'll take to fly down there. Guaranteed. If it means we can shoot some fish. Guaranteed. So yeah so looking forward to it um not looking forward about
0: getting up tomorrow morning and getting on three different flights to get down there but oh three flights yeah wow. oh. moseley to uh, minneapolis minneapolis to atlanta atlanta to shreveport okay wow yeah so so i'll be getting up early and heading down that way so everyone that's shooting in it you know be safe scouting um be safe at the a tournament um Weather rolling in or, or whatever, make sure you're always checking your radar and stuff like that. But just be safe and and have a good time and uh, shoot lots of fish. And the main thing is, have a good time, absolutely. Enjoy the tournament,
1: enjoy the atmosphere. Yeah, mm, well, like I said, the atmosphere is it's different. That's down right, there. that's it's, right. It's very cool, mm-hmm. cool to be a part of, too. Right, right. So,
0: we had somebody on our YouTube channel on our podcaster ask a question. Mm-hmm. If we could have video playing over top of our podcast? That's a
1: very good question. Good it suggestion.
0: Is. So, what we did last Thursday is, or two Thursdays ago, I believe. Was, was. that two weeks already? Yes, it was two weeks. Ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Well, it was the kickoff of March Madness. Yeah. It was the kickoff of the college basketball, and we had our own kickoff. The yep, March that's Madison. right. And we went out shooting fish. Yep, yep. So, yeah, two weeks ago, um, Thursday, we went out and did some filming, shot some fish, and we were filming the whole thing. So what we're going to do is we're going to play that video over top of this on
1: our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm.
0: So our fans a, can go out and check that out and watch that. A
1: little bit of entertainment instead of just listening to some audio. Yeah. And get to see that.
0: and you'll be able to see how we actually do it filming-wise because we're not in no big hurry. We're taking our time. We shoot a fish. We shut the fan off. Mm-hmm. We hold the fish up to the camera and do some talking. And After that, we take some pictures, and, and then we get rolling again. So it's not really super fast-paced when we're filming. Right. But, but it'll be kind of cool for people to see how we actually do it. You know, We're not out just... Trying to get every single fish we Whacking and see. Right, right. Um, although when I see a fish, I want to shoot them. Yep. And I know I was a little rusty. I missed, I think, my first three shots. That's right. You just got to get, get into the swing of things a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yep. So but it'll be cool for you guys to see how we actually, you know, get there and do
1: the filming stuff and do the filming aspects of it. And I think that they're really going to enjoy the fusion footage.
0: Yeah, the Fusion That they're going to cool. have. Yeah.
1: 360 footage. And they'll nope, be able-
0: nope, I'm not having it on 360 oh, footage. Oh, okay, gotcha. I'm going to do it in a different format this okay. time and check it out because the 360, we had the filming platform in the boat. So the Fusion was closer to the deck than what I like to have it. Sure. Um, if the filming platform was not there, i like to have it sticking on the, the globe of the fan. Mm-hmm. So it gives you a really wide perspective. When we go out and, and do some shooting with it that way, we'll put that in 360 mode for the fans sure. so they can just swipe around with their mouse and they can look wherever they want. They can right. look in the front of the boat, in the back of the boat, and the sides, and whatever. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. It's wherever really cool they
1: want to look and check out. Yeah. Right,
0: but this angle here was just too close. Um, some of the, some of the um, tools that were needed to make it look nice didn't look very
1: nice in there so we're going to go with the other way it looks really awesome though so that's a uh, the way you're editing it that is going to be it's going to follow the front of the boat correct yeah i'm going to kind of
0: follow the front of the boat sure. a little bit and if sure. there's a fish out the side it, it kind of swings to the side a little bit mm-hmm. um, the fusion is really cool I yeah mean, for filming this stuff i mean you can do tons of some awesome stuff you know tiny planets and 360 mm-hmm. and just just some really neat stuff and i'm Really surprised the
1: audio that that thing. The audio up. we had the generators running, the fan was off, but the generators were running. And honestly, I feel like the fusion audio is almost better than our normal Canon or handy cam audio. Yeah, it was, it was that I'm pointed crazy. right at you in front of you, and right. the fusion is mounted, you know, back further. Yeah, yeah, it sounded really good. It was really cool. Well, let's talk about about that night. You know? Absolutely, um, it was
0: a fun night. I had a buddy of mine, I was sitting here working out in the shop, and I had a buddy text me and said that, hey, he says, I found a spot where there's some open water, and he says, I think we can get the boat in there. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure, but I think we can get it in there. So we said, all right, tomorrow night's the night. Let's go do it. Yep. So you were running the cameras that yep. night. Yep, yep. And uh, we met Caleb in Pittsville at the gas station. Yep. And drove down to uh, central Wisconsin. And we got there and... <laughs> He was back in the boat, and and this time of year in Wisconsin, uh, they really drain the flowages mm-hmm. down big time uh, because they're expecting all this winter runoff and all this new water coming. And so they're they're drained down to,
1: you know, 10, 12 feet below yep. summer. A know, lot of times in, like, those back cuts and bays, you'll just have ice laying on sand. Right. There won't even be water There won't underneath. even be water in there, no. Yeah.
0: And there's stumps everywhere. Yeah. So as Caleb is back in the in the water it went down right away from where people load their boats and power 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 load whatever but then once it got past that it the trailer started coming back out of the water that's not good (laughs) so I was like whoa whoa whoa, stop Uh, we might have to do a little push in here to get the boat in the water so yeah we actually had to start out by the night by pushing the boat in the water Mm -hmm. and getting it unloaded that way Um, but man what a beautiful night it was just the wind died down it was a beautiful sunset. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't a, a tremendously large area to shoot because of the water so low and ice preventing us from getting further out. Right. Uh, but man, what a what a just an awesome setting, and I'm sure you'll be able to see it in, yes. the, in, the, in see,
1: the footage. How and cool that looked! That's what I like about how we're gonna we're gonna be talking about a night that everyone listening, you guys, are gonna get to see exactly what we're talking right. about. Right.
0: Right. That's pretty you cool. Know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And just a side note with. Uh, when we picked up Caleb, we were supposed to meet him in Babcock.
0: Yeah, which was another 20 miles from where we picked him up.
1: Yeah, and, and I was snapping him the whole way down. I said, oh, we're going to stop in Pittsville and get gas. Oh, okay, okay, meet you in Babcock, sounds good. So we're filling up with gas. All of a sudden, here pulls in his truck. Hey, guys, yeah, I'm here, I'm ready. <laughs> we're like, what? We're, we're not supposed to pick up." He was so excited to go, he yeah. just had to meet us. He just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, it was funny because we were just getting ready to leave. Yep. And all of a sudden I
0: see a truck pulling in and all of a sudden it was him. I'm like oh.
1: Good thing we didn't pull out right. a couple minutes sooner. We might have Somebody's them. excited to go shoot some yes. fish. Yes. Yeah, which I was too, so yeah. that was that was a yeah. good time. But yeah, back to But you know, fishing. it was
0: it was a beautiful night. Um we were just kind of easing our way from the boat landing area there and, and Caleb's kinda of telling me where they were shooting fish night before and pointing out areas and stuff like that. And we didn't go very far before we saw our first couple of fish mm-hmm. and like I said, I was a little rusty. <laughs> uh i shot and missed and we missed a couple first fish but then um once we got going we started sticking some more fish but yeah we were shooting the new hooligans oh. um that night and i had mine set at 40 pounds on the wrap cam and caleb had his set at 50 pounds and uh, i was really liking the 40 pound draw weight mm-hmm. on that it was very smooth mm-hmm. felt like i had a lot of nice power behind yep. that also Yeah. um so i was really happy to get out and start shooting a hooligan um and and we saw some some good fish in there. We we had some good times. It was we shot some good sized commons. Uh, we shot some standard sized commons, you know, mm-hmm. those 15, 12 pounders in there. And it was just really cool because you can kind of see the houses on the bank. You can see the water mm-hmm. and then you can see exactly what we're talking about by it, there's actually ice, but there's no water underneath right. it in that one spot. Right. It's just land. Yep. And that's why the ice is just
1: sitting there. There were times, actually, in the, the when we got back in there, the water was nice and clear. Yeah. It was shallow. It was beautiful for filming. Yeah. The fish were kind of slow. You know, yep. they kind of let us get right up on there. And there would be times that we would push fish out from the deeper trough that we were in. Mm-hmm. And they would go swim up against that ice. And they would, like, come out of the water trying yeah. to get over or underneath that ice, they didn't know what was going it was a on. barrier. And it was, it went from sand bottom to ice. Yeah, it was like a wall. Yeah, it was a wall. They couldn't get up over that, and sometimes they were going crazy right on... Maybe Donald Trump was trying to... yeah building yep. an ice wall or we're something. Trying to contain the car. <laughs> contain the car. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was, that was, I've never seen something like that. They no. were, like, losing their mind. And then we could, there was one spot where there was water under the ice. Yeah. And I remember we're sitting there Waiting for a fish to come out, we could hear the fish hitting the hitting ice, the ice right? underneath. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. I'd never, I'd never experienced something like that yeah. before,
0: and it's cool. And so we're, we're, Caleb is saying, yeah, I've never seen anybody in this spot. You know, it's a really cool spot, it's kind of hidden and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, mm-hmm. we're just sitting there talking, we're shooting fish, and we're filming and taking pictures and holding fish up and. And uh, we made the one strip all the way down the open water, and we turned around and came back, and I looked, and I could see kind of that glow yep. from another boat. Yep. And uh, I said, Caleb, I, I thought you said this was a secret spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. nope. He told one too many buddies about it that yep, night. Yep, because there, there was another boat that came in there, and, and uh, they were enjoying a, a beautiful night of yes. early season bow fishing as well. But we had a really cool night. Um, Caleb ended up shooting... Uh, a pineapple buff. Oh,
1: yeah, a pineapple
0: buff. That's, That's what we call them <laughs> here. Um, it's something that we see quite often this time of year in early season. Is the I, I've seen it on carp a lot. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've seen it on a on a buffalo. Carp. Sure. Um, but it was really cool because their scales are almost like popping off their skin. Yeah.
1: You know. Yep. Um, like if you would if you would take your hand and go against the grain. Uh, yeah. Your hand would get stopped. These scales are like. They're almost like sticking straight all right. of the, it's hard to explain. Right. But yeah, it is very strange looking. Yep. It's like their body is super tight. Yes. And they almost have like a
0: purplish color to them also. Yep. But yeah, their skills like popping off of them. Mm-hmm. And I think it has something to do with the the fish being under that cold water for, mm-hmm. you know, four four months out of the year. Yeah. Um, that super cold water. And I'm sure they're getting low on oxygen as well in there because um I know here on some of the local floaters they actually run aerators yep. for the for the game fish, the walleys and the crappies and the perch and the muskies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, so stuff is starting to opening up and that's really good for the fish. That's a great spot to go. Um, if you've live in a region where there's a lot of snow and ice. Right. Those early spots that start to open up, those fish love to come there, especially if you have some type of water running into yes. there. Yep. Um, that's dumping in a lot of fresh oxygen yep. for those for those rough fish, also, mm-hmm. um, and then later on, I think Caleb shot a thirty-five or thirty-one pound buff
1: thirty, um, yeah, thirty-four. I think it was something like Some, that. Yeah, yeah yep. thirty to thirty-five, and that was kind of a goofy-looking fish. too it, yeah. kind of had a little bit of a hump back, and its yeah. its mouth lips were all kind of weird. but yeah. solid yeah. fish. Solid fish. Yeah. yeah, and that was you
0: know, we had gone past that spot probably four times yeah. already. We just know? kept making going back and forth, right? Shooting new batches of fish. Yep. It seemed like, yep, and then. That was right up on the shore, right up on the sand yep. bank, basically. Yep. And it was yep. just sitting there. And like I said, we've gone by there four times, and all of a sudden that one, in one of our passes, we were going down further, just ended up to slide up into there. And, yep. And so, and when we're filming, we're taking our time. We're not running really fast either. we were going really slow and mm-hmm. stuff like that when we're filming. Um, but did you, by chance, see the common carp that... Adam Tobiak shot?
1: Yes, I did. Wow. Wow. 45 pounds. That's, that's huge. Did you see the, the stomach on that fish was incredible? Yes. I have him on Snapchat, and he put a video of it, and he the the barrel moved or something. He, yeah. he The fish was in the barrel. Yeah. Took up almost the entire barrel, and he, he either bumped it or kicked it, and it caused the barrel to move, and that fish, it caused that fish's belly to move. <laughs> the barrel got bumped, stopped moving. And I'm sitting there watching, and that that fish's belly just kept, woof, woof, like it was like full of jello almost or yeah. something. It just kept like rippling back and forth. It was just it is a crazy, crazy, carp.
0: oh, just Gosh. wild. It it's not your normal thirty, no, five pound common carp. Right? Because this thing had like a like a basketball in
1: yeah. its belly. Its its scales were like not proportionate. To so the amount no. of weight it was holding, right. it looked like it was like struggling to maintain the weight that right. it had. It was crazy, and that reminds me because Caleb shot a common
0: that night, and as we were holding it, talking to the camera, so yeah. he shot it through the stomach area. The arrow came out, yep. And the whole time when he was taking it off his arrow, water just poured out of his stomach. Mm-hmm. It didn't smell bad or nothing, no. and it was clear it was like it was just water. Water, yeah. And he actually left a mark on the deck. You know, on some of the blood that was on the deck, he let the trail as he came oh. the fish to the back and put it in the tub sure. in the back. Yep. You can see a little little trail at that, that thing left. So mm-hmm. and one of my buddies also shot a common uh the weekend after Adam shot his and that was a thirty eight pound or oh no my. not thirty eight. Um I think it was thirty two No, Thirty two I'm sorry, twenty eight pound common. Okay. Twenty eight pound common. But that thing too had a really
1: funny looking belly on it and it was all full of water wow i wonder if they water. absorbed that with the crazy winter we had with have the have no ice idea. and snow if the pressure has something i don't know i have it's no idea I've, I've seen those fish come in for the big 20 in june yeah oh i remember i have a picture in my head of a, a gentleman holding one up and it was like that yeah. i remember uh, Jeb that. shot
0: one in our tournament had a huge stomach on it yep. like that yep so yeah, really strange. So you see some pretty, and we we're always seeing carp with one eye and stuff. Like oh that. yeah, you know, that's really common.
1: We shot one that had um, it's, it's like one of its fins was just like a little two of them like that T Rex arm. Yeah, two of them. Two okay, of them we shot sure. Two of them that night where yeah. their fins are almost like gone, said so mm-hmm. they get trapped,
0: and they they're always rubbing the bottom of the right of the bottom. I guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bottom of the bottom rocks, or they're <laughs> skimming
1: themselves on something. Yeah,
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you keep talking because I'm gonna have a tasty drink of my. I got, I'm, a oh, I'm a little parched. I'm
1: gonna okay. a little parched. I want to have a taste of my great tasty porridge sure, here. Sure. Sure. Well, uh, while Matt's enjoying his beverage, I'm just going to touch on like the filming aspect of things. Honestly, as fun as shooting fish is, I love being behind the camera and capturing that to have that for whatever we want to use yeah. here at AMS. And honestly, sometimes I get more of a kick out of getting the perfect shot mm-hmm. than I do being it down on the deck actually shooting fish. It's an adrenaline rush. And it absolutely is. And sometimes I'm sitting up there, and there's a couple times that night, <laughs> we're filming something, and Matt and Caleb doubled up, and it was just a beautiful shot. The fish came in, and I went from Matt to Caleb, got both the shots. The bowl was in frame. Everything was good. And it's like I have to, like, hold in my... I'm sitting up there just like, oh, no, no. <laughs> I just got to hold it in because, oh, that was just such a good shot, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a little side note. I love, I love filming and doing stuff like that and that big buff that Caleb shot. Yeah, yeah. It was funny because you mentioned something. We were making a pass through and you said, oh, look at the moon. Yeah. Get a shot of the moon or something. So I was... I focused in on the moon and I was panning from the moon down to the trees, you know, and the lights on the boat give everything just kind of that eerie, cool look to Mm it you know Mm -hmm. and i'm coming down and i watched it back when we got back i'm panning down and all of a sudden on the bottom of the screen screen you can see a fish swimming yeah and i keep panning down panning down and all of a sudden you guys are like oh there's a buff right there and it just it works so perfect i went from panning up came down and it's i didn't even have to move and boom right Right. there was the shot that you were so you were actually recording the moon and just
0: getting a little bit of b-roll on the moon yep and just, just having to pan down to the shooters on the deck. And
1: I even panned down in time to, right as soon as you guys saw it, I was right, right on the fish. I mean, it, that doesn't cool. happen very often, but yeah. it, it was pretty that's neat cool. that night. Yeah. And that's
0: one thing about filming from a platform, a raised platform yes. that's even higher, you know, a lot higher than the shooters are. You
1: you see everything before we see. It. Yep. I especially noticed that daytime shooting yes. as well. Yes. Give me a little bit daytime. of platform, some good polarized mm-hmm. glasses. I'm spotting fish, 5, 10 yards before you guys right, do,
0: right? You know, I know years ago when we used to go down to Kentucky Lake and film grassies during the daytime. Tim was always up on the filming platform, and you know he's spotting
1: them, calling the shots up there.
0: Oh, there's there's two of them way over there. Sure. There's two of them underneath that shrub over there. You know, he's seeing them way before I can even you know think about seeing mm-hmm. the fish. Yep. So that's that's a pretty cool aspect. The the cameraman is always telling us pretty much, oh, there's some over here. And you even sit on the way home that night that there was fish.
1: That on, swam by us and yes, a couple kids that we on, never even saw. On either side, and then the fans going, and if you had the fans right. going hard, I'd I'd be up there. Oh, my... Matt, Caleb, (laughs) fish over here. There's there's a couple clips in there of me, and I'm just, I'm like, oh. And there's a fish just swimming right by the boat, just (laughs) taking its leisure time, perfectly in focus, right in frame, and then there's Matt and Caleb on the deck. (laughs) I wonder how many times that really happens through the course of a night if you don't have somebody paying attention. Oh, right, right, I know. Yeah, yeah, you guys would have never known about those fish. No. You know, if I wasn't up there with the, you know, bird's eye view.
0: Right. So. So.
1: Well, the reason I was—I'm parched because I spent four and a half hours
0: today in, out in the shop building bows.
1: Oh, really? What yeah. kind of
0: bows are you building?
1: Hooligans, hooligan oh. kits. Yeah, they are flying out the door. Flying out the door. People mm-hmm. are really liking them. And from from what I've used and seen of them, I love them. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. That can mm-hmm. be our product highlight for this. Yeah, episode. we can do product
0: highlight on the, on hooligan. Sure, sure. Just, I was out there busier than heck. Four and a half hours building them, building yep. kits. Yeah an amount so so from one night we go from taking our time to filming the fish to just a really slow paced kind of Mm -hmm. boat fishing trip yep the following that same weekend i got i was out in the woods looking for sheds yep and um my buddy john hebel from john's custom boats called me up and says hey we're going out fishing tonight you want to come along I says, ah, I says, let me call you back in twenty minutes. I'm out in the woods. Sure. Well, it didn't take me long to call him back and said, "Yep, I'll meet me you yep. <laughs> yep. So, so I went out shooting with John and his buddy Josh Knutsen in his airboat. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to talk about a difference from how we do it when we're filming? No, oh, I bet. To like that night where mm-hmm. it's. Fill fill the boat. Yep, fill the boat. Yep. Shoot um, a fish, get it in, get it off, get another. <laughs> it, it was it's really cool because in the airboat, you know, we were able to drive on top of the ice and get into spots oh, where cool. other boats couldn't get to and mm-hmm. stuff. And man, uh, we I don't know how many barrels we filled up. I think we shot over two hundred fish on oh uh, Tour to Commons that night. And uh, but it's just such a different. You know, you can go from one extreme to the next extreme where yep. you're just it's gung ho is fill the boats, you know, it's numbers time. Right. Let's get them, you mm-hmm. know. So it was, it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun that night with John and Josh. And um, I don't get on airboats very often, so, you know, it's really cool. It's to, a neat
1: experience. It
0: is. It's it's a little, we were, we were really pinballing it because, like I said, the waters are so low. And we were out in the main channel area, so there's a really strong current sure. out there. And um, so we were pinballing off of stumps and stuff, and you got ahead of, you know, Watch oh, yourself! You're, sure? you're kind of pinballing. You're hitting one, and the back end is spinning. This when you hit another one. Oh, wow! Huh. So yeah. So there's, but it was funny because we were heading down there at dusk. It was getting dark by the time we got down to the area where the carp were at, and it looked like a
1: tournament. I remember you saying that.
0: The it, next. Was it was crazy. There was light there, light there, light there, lights, 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 lights. It's it like my goodness, there's mm-hmm. a there's a tournament, and that always happens this time of year in that certain body of water, you know. The carp just really move in there. And they're, they're slow, lethargic, easy to shoot. slow, yeah. And what it does, is it's a Wisconsin River that's opening up, you know, the ice, the currents and stuff. Like I said, they're draining it, so there's a lot of current. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take long for stuff to open up down right. there when that starts happening. Right. But, yeah, we had a good time shooting all those fish, um, shooting them from his airboat, and then being able to get to new spots. Um, we chased a couple of buffs around but... It's so fun and the power that those things have is just incredible. I oh just yeah. really, really enjoy going out and shooting fish in those every once in a while, and just that. I I I'm not a number shooter. I I'm a more you know big I like fish. to chase a big fish. Yep. Um. So it, it's fun to go into those nights sometime where it's just
1: different Yeah. You know, different go different, at it. You know. Mm-hmm. So I really I like that. That's a lot sure. of fun. Yeah. We had a good time. Yeah, it looked mm-hmm. like it. i remember seeing seen a picture someone pulls that face and i was like oh my gosh yeah that yeah. is a lot of fish was, and you said you were you were shooting some good sized fish too yeah we shot and, some good fish I, we never it, and and it's you so did. funny
0: <laughs> yeah it's so funny because when we go out you know we shoot a big fish we're, we're weighing it we're taking pictures we're holding it up we're here we're just you know you shoot a 27 pound combo, you just throw it in the barrel yeah. and get back on deck and shoot yeah. the next Yep. nine pounder, or shoot the next two pound drum. Sure. You know, you're shooting everything. Yep. So it's it's, it's a lot of fun. And there was a lot of drum around. <laughs> those goofy drum, they're, they're so funny to shoot this time of year because as soon as you stick them with an arrow, they like just they just like freeze. Yep. They don't flinch, they don't wiggle, they don't twitch, they don't do oh, nothing. Really? Yeah. yeah. You noticed it in that video yep. when we were down there. Yep. Earlier this year we were shooting those drum and they don't move a muscle. It's like they were it's like you shot them and they were already dead. Yeah. <laughs> They don't yeah. move it. They're weird. They kind of... Oh, they got me. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm come done. in. Yep. Yeah. I'm done. Get me in the barrel, boys. <laughs> I'll go done. for a, go for a bolt. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, one thing that I want to talk about um, a couple weeks ago on our podcast, we were also talking about what to do with what we do with our fish here mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. Somebody asked us, you know. Yep. Um, I've got a local farmer, so before I went out there this year. I stopped in, you know, just to make sure that it was okay again, that we could, you know, get rid of our fish and their, and they could use them for fertilizer. So sure. I stopped in there and asked him. He's like, absolutely. And he says, just bring me a 30-pack of beer. That is a very good deal right I there. I said, heck yeah, man. Yep. So what's your flavor? Bush light, Miller light, Bud light? Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, I know we talked about it a couple weeks ago, but that's, you know, if they let you... Get rid of your fish, and certain and, and their farmers let you use their pits for removing of your fish and getting rid of them. Offer them something, mm-hmm. you know. Offer for them sure. something. Offer them help during the season. Offer them a thirty pack of beer. Offer them some venison, you know, mm-hmm. some sausage some or something. Venison,
1: that oh, yeah, that'd be a good one right there. <laughs> you know? Would you ever get rid of your venison? No. No. <laughs> that's, nope. all you, that's all you eat is venison. That venison is, jerky, venison like,
0: sausage, venison kibasa, venison you can, this, venison You can that. have
1: it in so many ways, and then <laughs> I'm getting into making it, making jerky and stuff, and it's just, it's uh, you know, I just feel a little bit better, a little bit more uh, spunky when I eat some venison. That's always yeah. a good thing to... You found some nice sheds already this year, too, haven't you? Yeah, we found a couple. Cool. Couple, maybe one or two of a three-year-old, but nothing, nothing
0: too crazy. Awesome. I found a six-point shed that might square about... 30
1: inches? Uh, like a half of a six? <laughs> One side. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you. that's sure, all i am
0: sure. so far. Yep. How's your uh, March Madness pool coming along?
1: Oh, maybe some of you guys who are listening have talked to Wendy before. <laughs> I yeah. just want you guys to know she wiped the slate clean. Yeah. It was between me and her. I had Duke. She had Michigan State. And yeah, Michigan State won... She wins Everyone else is toast She she, she won already and She we're, did We're, we're in the Final Four We got Final Four in championship game yet But right. everyone else is done for Everyone else picked Duke and Zaga Or Kentucky I picked and, North Carolina Oh yeah And UNC And all yeah. those teams are out
0: Yeah I had North Carolina and Duke in the championship Yeah With North Carolina winning Yeah. I'm done. Yep.
1: When do we just give the give the money right to her already? Mm-hmm. Our Badgers didn't do too well this no. year. No. My goodness. I felt gracious. bad, but I picked them to lose first round against Murray. Or no, Oregon. And Oregon, I also picked yeah. Marquette to lose to Murray State. Jeez. Yeah, that was Jeez. that's too bad.
0: But you know, we are now in the month of April. Mm-hmm. Things are really going to start heating up big time. Oh yeah. Um. We got our buff spawn coming up. We've got, you know, our, our common spawn coming up. Um, I think that's going to be really cool if we can do our podcast when we're filming, and people are going to see the the buffs. You know, when we're out shooting buffs and stuff like that, it's going to be really cool. So I'm
1: looking really looking forward to you know, the, the month of April is really where where I really get this weekend. 60 degrees I think. 60 and sunny this weekend. I think yeah, is what I it's going to be gone for. this weekend. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's going to that's going to be tough. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: But no, the month of April, man, I really get jacked up. That's when bow fishing to me really turns into high gear. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you get to the middle of April and the and stuff starts really swinging. Stuff starts really. The, the fish are really moving. Stuff starts opening up more. You can go a lot more places. And um, uh, April is a month for me, especially the end of April. Sure, that's when things really start heating up, and, and you can go out and shoot some huge fish, some some pre spawn fish. Shoot you Shoot know, a
1: lot of fish, too. Shoot a lot of fish. shoot. Shoot a lot of fish and shoot some big fish all mm-hmm. in the same you know yeah. area.
0: Yep, yep. So, so. If you're just getting into bow fishing, you need to get out there this time of the month, 1st of May. That's when things really start heating up. Get out there. And you don't need nothing fancy. You can just go out there in a canoe, in any little dinky john boat, getting them back bays, and there are going to be fish back in there.
1: You could even walk on shore if you wanted to. I know people that have been doing that, and they shot some good fish already this year.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mhm. That was pretty cool oh, getting back to that night when I was out with John and Josh. Yeah. We busted through the ice. We drove on top of the ice, and we got to some pockets where there was no other boats couldn't get in there. And we were shooting fish, and we saw a light along the shoreline. So as we were going down there, it was a bow fisherman. Mhm. Um, and you, you couldn't get into that spot with a boat, but you, there was a parking lot there. So sure. he was just kind of waiting in the water and stuff like that. So we cruised over by him, and we... Told him to jump in, and that's awesome. He jumped in, and we cruised around with him in there a little bit. He shot a couple of fish, and he was all jacked up about that. He said he's never been in an airboat before and stuff like that. So, so if you ever see somebody, you know, in front of the bank shooting, you know, offer him a chance to go out in the mm-hmm. boat. He was like, I know. bet you he was tickled pink when he, he was happy. He, he was happy. It was only on there for, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Sure. But when he jumped off, he said, Thank you, guys. Yeah. You know, that was that was a lot of fun. I appreciate That's awesome. that. So That's if you ever cool. see somebody on, from the bank shooting, you know, offer them a little little ride in the boat to give them a different perspective of Absolutely. what boat you know, fishing has to offer as well as, you know, from the boat. Yeah. And like I said, you don't need nothing fancy. You don't need nothing fancy to go and shoot them fish. Getting back to, we were talking earlier about how low the water was when you put the boat in. Yep. You remember putting the boat back on the trailer? Oh, that was,
1: that was worse. Putting it on was worse than putting it in. It was bad. That yeah. was bad. We we tore up a prop pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It got pretty shredded. Yeah. Even though I didn't, gosh, I mean, I know we were kind of hitting rocks and stuff, getting up there, but at no point did I think we shredded it as bad as we did. Yeah, we, we hit something pretty hard and
0: broke the prop on it trying to load it, and even... That we couldn't load it because the trailer was so far out of the water we could not get the boat, we couldn't drive it onto the trailer like normal.
1: We had to eventually put the winch on, pull it up as tight as we could. There's right. probably a good foot and a half, two feet from the bunk to the yeah. front of the boat. Yeah. And yep. we had to pull that up the ramp. Yep. And the winch was making some questionable noises. Was <laughs> she creaking a little bit? She was. And then once we got it up there, you and Caleb were in the back, and you, you rocked. We rocked the back as, of the boat. As I And there was a point, I was sitting up there winding in that winch, and there was a point where I was like, okay, my arm is going to fall off. I need to have, take a break. But just as I would go to say, "Hey guys, take a break," you guys would give it another we, we push, and you guys were giving her back there. <laughs> so I just, oh my! That next day at work, my arm, oh my gosh, I was so sore. But we got it up there. It worked doing that. It did. It worked, and plus, you know, I, I think we ended up the night with fifty-five fish, and that's that taking our time. I mean, almost every fish we shoot, turning around, talking to the camera, and taking pictures. Yeah. You know, so I even jumped off the boat and <laughs> went,
0: made a little snowman on the ice and ran around on the. Snow, yeah. on the ice.
1: I if, guess if whatever. there was anyone up in those houses, off in the distance, <laughs> they are probably thinking, "What is that weirdo doing out there, <laughs> <laughs> running around making snow angels? <laughs> what a goon!" Yeah. yeah, that was a fun night. That really was. It it's kind of cool. You don't ever, you know. We get busy here this time yeah, of year. Yeah. Sometimes we don't have time to go out. It's cool to right. get out there when it's not June or July or even May. Right when you know mm-hmm. there's snow everywhere and ice in most spots. It was just a cool little perspective to see. It was, it was a lot of cool, night. and
0: like I said, you can. You've all been watching this now on our YouTube channel. Oh it's, yeah, it's a cool, that. it's a cool night, and it's 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 a cool atmosphere and setting. Yeah. With the ice that you're driving along, and you can get out and actually step on the ice, like I said, and and. Um, So I hope you enjoyed that little bit of it. Um, I think we'll get into our little product highlight, I think, is going to be the Hooligan Bow. Absolutely. Uh, From AMS Bow Fishing. It's our new bow for 2019, and uh, one of the cool specs on the Hooligan Bow is the Wrap Cam, Rapid Adjust Post. Yep. And there is a 40-pound post that your string goes to, or a 50-pound post. So... What that allows or what that means to the shooter is at 40-pound draw weight, you can have your max efficiency because your limb bolts aren't loosened up, your limb pockets aren't opened up, your string isn't stretched as much. Um, So it's a really cool little option that you've got max efficiency at a 40-pound draw weight versus if you just had like a 50-pound bow and now you want to crank it down so you put your your limb wrench in there and you you crank it backwards Mm -hmm. and you get it on the 40-pound draw weight.
1: Yeah, you can see some of your limb bolts sticking out a little bit. You lose a little bit of efficiency. mm -hmm. It works. It can get the job done absolutely, no problem. Right. But, but, yeah. This way,
0: everything is nice and tight. Yep. Yep, Yep. max efficiency. Um, The kit comes with the TNT Retriever with 35 yards of 350-pound Spectra line. Speedy
1: retrieval right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That comes flying back. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. I know I've had a couple guys who, and I, I think I've mentioned this before, went from a, a Retriever pro, which is a great, I mean, durable, great oh, reel, yeah. yeah. to a TNT, and they'll be shooting fish and just kind of old habits take over, and they'll, they'll ding their boats with oh, the yeah, because they're not... It they're comes not, back so fast. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. 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 So check out the AMS Hooligan by AMS. It's a... Our new bowl, like I said, for this year. And it's a great little bowl. It's got a tidal wave rest on here. It comes with a chaos arrow. Very cool well. pattern on it as well. Yeah. Sharp-looking bowl. mm mm-hmm. yeah. Very nice. So make sure to check that out. And that's going to wrap it up for episode 6 mm-hmm. Because now I've got to go and edit this.
1: <laughs> yes, you do. Yep. And while you're... Uh Oh, flying around down south, hopefully I'll be able to shoot some fish. I'll make sure to send you some pictures. Send me some pictures. Maybe somebody down there will let me jump in a boat one night and take me out and shoot some fish. Okay, this is actually, that's funny you say that, because I guarantee you're going to go out down there, just like on a whim, some stranger is going to ask you to go out in his little 12-foot boat, and you're going to shoot some state record. Ah. You're going to shoot some monster fish. (laughs) I just just know something like that is going to happen. I better go and
0: pack my bow and slide that down with me. Yeah. Just in case somebody yeah. asks me to go along with them yep. down there. Not, <laughs> not a bad idea. So make sure uh, you're down there at the Bass Pro US Open Tournament. Best of luck to all the shooters. Absolutely. Be safe. Enjoy the atmosphere. And make sure to stop by and say hello. I'll be in the Bass Pro store at the AMS booth. Pick up some gear and let's talk bow fishing, how things are going. So
1: from all of us at AMS Bow Fishing, we wish you the best of luck. Remember... Game roll and think big. Thanks for listening, guys.